Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, Renee, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Okay, so I'm sitting here. Sipping on my tea, y'all. Team, teaming. I'm sipping on my teamy blends tea. Um, I've got my skinny tea going. And um, as you all know, Renee and I are doing the teamy blends detox program. And so we are almost at the halfway point now, right, Renee? Yes. Can you believe it? I know. And so y'all last week, remember I told y'all I did not have the scale. I hadn't been watching and I was jealous of Renee's five pounds. So (laughs) I got a scale now, y'all. And I can officially say I'm down five pounds too. And I lost two more. Okay. You in the running. Hey. Thanks, Timmy. Yes. So, Teamy Blends Tea, y'all, if y'all have not checked it out, um, we've got a link to their website on our Instagram, but it's teamyblends.com, and that's T-A-M-I blends.com. And if you want to check out the same program we're doing, it's the 30-day detox plan, and you can get 15% off your purchase if you use the code BANTER15. But... I'm really feeling good. Okay, this is kind of like me sharing probably a little bit too much. But like, you know, I drink the tea first thing in the morning, right? And so I'm so used to like scarfing down like breakfast and then like a snack or whatever. But, you know, like we said, the, the program isn't just about weight loss. And it's about like getting the right nutrients into your system and um, gives you a lot of energy and um, increasing your metabolism. So one thing I noticed today, I had my teamy tea. Um, and the great thing is you can like drink it throughout the day too. So that's kind of like why I'm still drinking it now. Although I had it this morning and I like ate some breakfast. And then when it was time for my midday snack, like I wasn't, I started eating it and I was like, I'm full, you know, mm-hmm. like be- because it's really like changed like my appetite and curb those cravings and I'm really full and I was just like why am I so full and I was like because I've been drinking my tea all day so I just put the food down I didn't try to stuff my face um <laughs> so I know I know that's what I'm looking forward to even after the 30 days are over I'm sure I'll still incorporate the tea into my life um because pushing away from the table is something that's always a good thing and sometimes you just got to say no and it's hard to say no but Timmy has definitely helped out with that like you like you said you don't have those cravings I'm not bloated oh my god yes I am always so bloated all the time and I'm like why does it look like I'm like three months pregnant or something (laughs) it's because I'm eating everything under the sun and I have no self-control sometimes um, but Timmy has really helped me get on track to eat a little bit more healthier. I'm not all the way there yet, yeah. but I definitely see a difference. Um, I see the pounds coming off. I have more energy. Like I'm wanting to work out more and yes. trying to be more consistent with that. So, and also it's just cleaning out all of that crap. Like mm-hmm. it's literally crap. 
Yeah. I'm out of my system. And I'm really glad that um, we are working with them and doing this because it's really helped me, like, not just physically, but also kind of emotionally to take on something different and mentally to yeah. get my mind right. Yeah. So I really, I really like this. I'm definitely going to keep going with it. Same girl. So Team Timmy is giving me life again. The discount code is BANTER15 when you go and make any purchase, including the detox kit on their website. So what's giving you life this week, Renee? So Timmy's still giving me life. Mm -hmm. But on that note, too, with um, just being fit and stuff, a little bit different is uh, Auntie Jennifer Lewis is giving me life. Yes. What did she do this week? Because I know... I was going to say, what did she do this week? Because she is always doing something. I know she uh, shut it down at the Emmys with her outfit. Yes, that was part of it. So wearing her little Nike outfit represent, <laughs> representing for the people. Yes, and she I kept like, it real. Yeah, Auntie Jennifer, take take control. Do that. Mm-hmm. And then not only did she do that, she did a high kick. This woman, it, you didn't see her high kick? No. I don't follow her on Instagram. I should. I'm going to have to send it to you. Yes, follow her because she's very funny. Now, now, I've seen her do a high kick before. It wasn't some recently, but like, it was some other video. And maybe this is the same thing. I know she will do it. It's a different video. Okay. She had on her Nike outfit. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yes, ma'am. I was like, come on, Auntie Jennifer. When I get your age, I want to be doing high kicks, too. She's something. Timmy's going to help me get there first. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Team Timmy for the high kick. Right. Oh, so Jennifer is giving. Yeah, she she is everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I love me some Auntie Jennifer Lewis. I want to be an auntie like her when I grow up. That right, she is auntie. Exactly. She is my auntie goals. I feel like I'm halfway there, but she is my true auntie goals in about another 25 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I loved seeing her, and she looked so comfortable at the Emmys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and we got a shout out. Speaking of the Emmys. Um, we talked last week about Black Excellence and the Emmys and shout out to Regina King and Sandy yeah. Newton, who yeah. two black girls who won at the Emmys. And I loved Regina King's response um, or her reaction, rather. Um, she literally was sitting there when they called her name like, right. you could, she, she was like, wait, is this real? And then she... <laughs> I'm like, this is every like ratchet Christian. Cause she got up on the stage and she was like, Ooh, I want to curse so bad, but thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, right. Shout out to the ratchet Christians. Oh, but I loved it because you know, the, one of the hosts, Michael Che had made that joke about my mama said, you can tell when it's a white award show. Cause nobody thanks Jesus. So he was like, every black person that get up here, you 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 know you think you gotta thank Jesus, and so it was funny, you know, because she was gonna say it anyway, but it was kind of right. like go, went with the joke. But um, I mean, such an amazing actress with such longevity, and Regina King is just all type of black girl magic, and so it's 
Dandy Newton. I haven't watched either one of those shows. Like, Dandy Newton won for Westworld, and Regina King won for Seven Seconds. So, Mm -hmm. I need to check both of them out. I know Seven Seconds was counseled by Netflix, so it's great to see her still getting um, her props for that, um, even though it's a show that's no longer on. So... Um, But speaking of Netflix, what is giving me life this week is actually what we're going to talk about on today's episode, which is Napoli Ever After, the Netflix original film that was released this Friday starring our girl, Sanaa Lathan. We wanted to spend this podcast talking about what we thought about the movie, um, the themes of the movie, and kind of how we feel like it connected to some of our own personal stories. Mm-hmm. So um, the way I found out about the film, I don't know about you, Renee, but the way I found out that the film was happening was when Sanaa all of a sudden popped up on Instagram with a bald head. Right. And so like that went crazy. She pops up with a completely bald head and, you know, she started using the hashtag Napoli Ever After, and then it came out that it was a film that she was working on. And I was like, okay, this should be interesting um, because black women and our hair is, hey. <laughs> I mean, isn't it something serious? I mean, mm-hmm. let's, Chris Rock did the documentary, Good Hair, about it. Um, so black women are really tied to their hair, and it was interesting to see how they were going to connect the story. And I loved it. Um, So the film is focused around Sanaa Lathan's character, Violet Jones, who's a professional woman in her mid-30s. Sidebar, for Sanaa to be almost 50, I love that she can still play women in their 30s because she looks so young. She looks like she just stepped off the set of Love and Basketball. Girl, um, black don't crack. I know. Her and Gabrielle can still play women in their 30s and you don't think nothing of it. Um right. So, and she's in a relationship and um it's kind of the story of feeling like she has to be perfect, perfect at work, perfect in her appearance, perfect in her relationship. And she thinks her boyfriend is about to propose to her and (laughs) it ends up being a major fail. And it causes her to reevaluate everything because um, when he didn't propose and she straight up asked him, why didn't he? He was like, you're just always so perfect. You know, I feel like I don't really know you. So in starts this self-discovery process and part of that was her hair um and during a moment of breakdown which involved wine and lots and lots of wine and drinking as most breakdowns happen that way so let's backtrack right they they show her story of of a little girl getting the press and calm from her mother she's now a 30 year old raise his hand i remember that i'm raising my hand over here too i have a mini i feel like these scars are still on the back of my neck somehow When my mama and you, everybody, we've sat right there in that kitchen by the counter, um, yes. praying. Making that choice. Yeah. Oh, Wait. Girl, <laughs> be still. Move your ear. Or that hold your ear part when they got to get right, right behind that ear. <laughs> 
So her mother is still doing her hair, even now in her 30s. And she flashed back to remembering not being able to play in the pool, you know, not being able to do a lot of things because of her hair. And now she's a grown woman who gets up before her boyfriend wakes up to fix her hair, who couldn't even have sex the way she wanted because she didn't want him pulling on her hair. Um, And you're right. Like she ends up getting a weave and then she like colors it. And so what is that Renee? Like what, what is it about black women in our hair and the phases that we go through? Like, what is that meant for you throughout your life journey? Man, it's crazy because I remember as a kid, not wanting to get, go swimming. Like I've never mm. learned how to swim. And it's because I, you know, would never want my hair to get wet, even though you would have a swimming cap when you were younger to get into the pool. I never learned how to swim because of my hair. Um, And I remember her in the movie when her mother told her, like, you have to look a certain way. You have to keep your hair straight. She jumped in the pool, her pool, her hair (laughs) puffed up. And all the kids teased her and started calling her Chia Pet. I mean, kids can be really cruel. And so as you grow up, I mean, I've had hair issues myself um, that I've grown up with. And it's just been hard because you try and hide certain things or do certain things. And so I've always wanted my hair to be perfect. Yeah. And you will never see, you've you've probably never seen me with a ponytail. No. Um, You probably never will see me with a ponytail. You've always seen my hair down and straight and curled. Mm-hmm. You'll probably never see it curly. And it's only because I'll, I'll actually just share this and I can't believe I'm sharing it. Um, Uh-oh. I'm like, must be some trauma related. <laughs> Spill the when tea. I, when I was younger, I didn't have, um, this is what my mother told me, the right kind of milk. So the doctor shaved my hair up on the side. So I've always had hair missing on the side. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that because now I know how to camouflage it. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn at an early age how to do my hair because I used to get teased about it a lot. Yeah. So I always had to learn how to perfect my hair styles for me to not show that. So I understand what she went through as a kid. Right. And teased as a kid and like you had, like I couldn't wear my hair curly because it was natural when I was younger. Yeah, it had to be straight because if it was curly, it didn't cover the sides, and I didn't know how to camouflage it back then. Yeah. So once I learned how to do that and go through that, I went through those different stages too. And even older as the stages that she went through, I never worn a weave or a wig, but at least out in public, I haven't. Like I've worn it for wigs for um when I started my blog. Yeah. Just taking. Oh. I yes. remember, remember seeing that? pictures of you in those wigs, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I've I've done that, but I've never worn them out in public. So just having, you know, identifying with my hair all these years and still like being ashamed. Even I remember my, my ex husband, I don't know if he's ever seen me completely with wow. the sides of my hair. And I see mean, that's what she talked about uh in the movie. Um, so when he doesn't propose and she asks, um, she's like, I want to be married. And he was like, 
I had to call your assistant to figure out your favorite flowers. You know, I had to ask around about your favorite restaurant. I didn't even know what to get you because you have everything. Like, I don't feel like I know you because you're always so perfect. And, you know, there was that scene where, yeah, she gets up every morning, does her hair, you know, even in their most intimate moments, she's not really letting her hair down. He's reaching a pull on her hair and she's like, oh, so... I mean, it's very normal. Like, I mean, it seems like, how could your husband not know? But it's just like, yeah, you work to conceal um, those kind of things. And, you know, that was kind of part of it is that, you know, learning how can I be myself fully, like totally stripped down. And I think that was the significance of the going ball piece because, I've never went ball, but I've cut off my relaxer. I've, you know, even with being natural, I growing out my natural hair to a nice medium length and I cut it all off to be short. Um, I think it's the kind of like stripping away and being exposing yourself. And she had never fully exposed herself because of insecurities around her hair. And I can relate to when I was younger, I used to, so my journey has been like, you know, natural braids as a kid. And then I was one of those girls in the 80s as a kid rocking a jerry curl. And y'all can go on and laugh. Break jerry out. Curl. Yeah, go on. Sing, just let your I was just about to say, go on and sing the song, Glow. Go on and talk about drip. I, I came through dripping. Drip, drip. <laughs> Before it was cool to drip, drip. But one of the reasons why I got the jerry curl is because my hair came out. Um, because at the time I was on some medicine, I had gotten sick, like some bad fever and they were applying some medicine and between like the braids and this medicine I was on, my mom was like, very similar to you. My edges, like everything broke out. And she was like, I needed to grow your hair back. And my hairstylist was like, it's this new thing, the jerry curls, like, and I got it because my mom was like, it made my hair easy to manage. She didn't have to be combing in and doing a lot of stuff while it grew back. And then it made my hair grow. So I got in middle school and all of the girls, you know, were having straight press styles. No one had a jerry curl anymore. And I got teased by boys. I got teased by other girls. I felt ugly. And I remember begging my mother for a relaxer. And she was like, I'm not going to give you a relaxer, but we can straighten your hair. So that's when I started doing like um, press and curl. And I got to wear my hair straight starting my eighth grade. And then I don't think I had a relaxer until I was like a sophomore in high school. So like eighth grade and freshman year, I was just getting it straightened, my, my natural hair. So I was had my natural hair. I never saw it curly. I can't remember in my, you know, adolescent life what my natural curl pattern was like. So that's why it was so cool when I went natural in 2010 as like a 30-year-old woman rediscovering what my hair was like underneath. And it does put you on this journey. One of the things that she talked about in the film um, as her new growth started going in. Um, and what's cool about the film, like kind of each like chapter of the movie had a title of like the hair journey. It was mm -hmm. the ball. It was a new growth chapter. It was the wig, the blonde, the blonde. every girl's gone blonde. I've gone blonde. Renee, you gone blonde. Um, but during the new growth, um, the the guy in her life, I don't want to give too much away, but the guy in her life at the time says something about like, you know, 
well, are you going to, like, grow it back or whatever? Like, do you think you'll ever grow it long again? And she's just like, you know, I don't know. Like, we'll see. Like, I'm tired of uh, feeling overlooked and dismissed, you know, Mm -hmm. because she was thinking about the reactions that she got from men and even from other women complimenting her when she was straight with weave versus when she was natural. Um, And so there was this point where she was thinking about like growing it back and going back straight. But what she realized is that you have to rock it yourself, right? And so you got to own it. Once you own it, then your whole world changes. You own it and people see you owning it. And she, that's when she started to get her rhythm back again. Yes. And people started to take notice again. And guys were like, well, damn, who's that? Yes. Wow. And I will say that for myself, this last um, journey that I've been on with my hair, I cut off my hair in March and I colored it. Um, It's the shortest I've ever been. Even when I was relaxed, I never had hair this short. And I will tell you, I get more compliments when I'm out and about or compliments from men that I know. I mean, they see me, they're just like, I love your hair. But most of all, I feel like what they're loving is like the way I've embraced it, right? You know, I'm not trying to conceal it. There was a part uh, in the film where when she first cut her hair, she was wearing scarves. She was hiding it. And she she accidentally ended up in a cancer support group because the woman right. thought she had cancer. And, you know, one of the things that they, they told her was like, you got to own it. Like you just said. Mm-hmm. And I I own it. Like, I like my hair. I will rock it. I'm not manipulating it. I literally will wet it and run my fingers through it some days and go. But I'm always going to look good. I'm always going to... I'm on point, you know, regardless of what my, what my hair is looking like. And I feel like people see that because I do think that when I see bald women, I, I do say that is so much confidence there, you know, to mm-hmm. be able to not have nothing and be like, and so I think men see that you are wearing your hair a certain way. You look comfortable. You feel comfortable. That exudes confidence. And we all know at the core, big, skinny, thick, light, white, brown men are attracted to confidence. Absolutely. I totally agree. And one thing I want to point out with the movie too, is that Every woman, when she changes her hair, she's or cuts her hair or does something different with her hair, she's going through a change. Yes. She's ready to make a big, huge change. Yeah. Because women are usually attached to their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know the I remade that made that song, I Am Not My Hair, mm-hmm. but women are their hair. But she made that song after she went through a transition and she cut her hair off too. Yeah. So she discovered that she wasn't her hair. And that's what women go through in those stages when you go through the ball, the new growth, and then you go through the straight part um, and just changing. You start to figure out who you are. At some point, you lose yourself and you start to figure out who you are. And one of the things that I love that she did in this movie is she told um, the young girl, I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah, Zoe. Zoe, yeah, she told Zoe. She was like, don't let somebody's negative opinion of you become your reality. You are beautiful. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, because people will be negative towards 
you wearing your hair natural. Yeah. Or you wearing your hair in a wig or a weave, depending upon how it looks. I think about basketball wives, for example. Um, one of the episodes that one of the ladies was wearing, and yes, I do watch Basketball Wives. It's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> no judgment uh, over here. <laughs> you know, I'm a love and hip hop person. Love and hip hop too. <laughs> she was wearing her weave, and her weave was like her hair, her hairline. It was like oh, OG when they were yeah, talking about OG. OG's hair. OG. Yeah. And those girls dogged her. Like they, they did. Help her. They dogged her first. Yeah. And. He, those are, you know, those are people who go through it where you're just like, okay, really, I need for you to help me. Like, not, don't make me live in this negative reality of yours and yeah. pull me to it and then let my self-esteem and my self-worth go off, go down because you've now teased me or made me feel some type of way. Like those little kids did to Sanaa when she was little yeah. in the movie uh, and teased her and called her, what was that? He said a chia pet. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that group that went on with her through life. Yeah. She didn't get her hair wet, and when she did get her hair wet, it was on her birthday birthday, and that's the day she thought she was gonna get proposed to. And that's when her hair journey started. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you spoke earlier about like always being so worried about the your hair and like we said like she let it interfere with like sex and work so there's a part in the scene like Renee said it was her birthday and she thinks she's getting proposed to because she finds a Tiffany box and she thinks it's a ring it ends up not being a ring obviously so she's already you know how we are it's like oh girl today is the day so she got her hair done early that morning and it's so funny she's opening the dishwasher and you know the steam comes out she backs up she gets to work she's got her assistant she's like what's the weather and she's like reading out the humidity the percentage of rain she's like okay I can have lunch with my girls on the patio they're on the patio she's like constantly checking the app is that a rain cloud what do you you know because she's so fearful of her hair getting wet and I can remember that's one thing about being natural that I don't care about of course I don't want to be soaked but like I don't care about jumping in a pool anymore I don't care about getting rain on my hair or whatever because I'm like what's the worst that can happen is that even if I have my hair in a style I get wet and my curls will come out and because I embrace my curls I'm good but I remember those days when I was relaxed and you were like ducking and dodging rain. It kept me from working out. Like we could do a whole nother podcast about the working out piece. Like I remember those days having my hair laid and I'm like, I ain't going to sweat out my hair, you know, in no gym. <laughs> me. Remember when we went the 4th of July and it poured down rain poured. and I had my hood with me. So I carried this hood with me to put on when it rained. Yes. And looking it like was so humid outside. <laughs> when we got back to my house, I took the hood off and my hair, because I'm natural too. Mm-hmm. My hair was so big and so puffy. It was puffy. Oh my god, it was freaking hilarious. I had just straightened it. Yeah. And I literally had to re-straighten it in order to get in order to wrap it that night. Yeah. I had to re-straighten it to wrap it that night. 
See, and that 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 is the thing too. As I think about having shorter natural hair, the time I have saved as part of my beauty regimen. <laughs> there are times where I'm like, how can I go shorter? Like I was looking at that movie, like, hmm. Ball ain't a bad idea. Literally, all I need is scalp oil, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> even I was like, I don't even gotta wash it or run my fingers through it the way I do now. Or I sometimes, you know, I'll twist it or whatever. Um, but but yeah, you you free up a lot of your time. The amount of time that we as women spend on our hair, and it's not just black women, white women. That's what I discovered. I. I had white friends growing up, but I had never, you know, lived with a white woman before until college, my college mm-hmm. roommate. And I was like, why do you wash your hair every day? Like, wow. So we aren't the only ones that <laughs> take a lot of time doing our hair and all these particulars too. Like that's every, you know, race. And that's the right. thing I feel like, um, matter of fact, I was, I was messaging one of my white girlfriends because in her Instagram story, I saw she was watching the movie and she was like, Oh my God, I loved it. I cried. And I was like, me too. You know, and I feel like the film translates to any woman, you know, because our hair, has so much to do with how we view ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. Renee, you talk about inner and outer beauty all the time. And, you know, it's no mistaking that our outer beauty does impact our inner beauty. And what I loved about the film too, in the film, she is a, um, works for an advertising agency and she's on the beauty account. And so Mm -hmm. she spent her whole career you know kind of crafting this perfect woman for ads and obviously throughout her own journey as you can suspect that pro- that changed the way she started seeing her career and the images that she was putting out there and um so I just I felt it, it picked up a lot of good things one thing I want to like talk about real quickly too is that you know she breaks up with the boyfriend and so another another character um, comes into her life and he is all about women and natural hair. His daughter has natural hair. He embraces that. The women that he does at the salon, there's a scene where he's cut the woman's hair and she's wearing it natural. And she's like, why did you do this? Like, no man is going to want me now. And he's like, you are beautiful. Like with your natural hair. Um, and I love that. And I, and I think that's great for women too. Um, I've been on both sides, even when I was relaxed. Um, I remember when I cut my hair shorter, my boyfriend that I was with at the time was like, so are you ever going to like wear it long again? Are you going to wear weaves? And I was just like, well, you know, no, I want to rock this cup for a while. And he was like, well, I like your hair longer. Right. And then I can remember like when I would wear curly weaves, he was like, well, when are you going to wear it straight again? You know, so it's just like you can start to feel insecure about that. So then when I went natural and I started dating and I remember the first time I dated somebody who was like really obsessed with like me being like natural, like how good that made me feel, right? You know, that I felt like I could be around him and even if my hair wasn't in the perfect twist out or I didn't have my spiral set popping, you know, that he still thought I was beautiful. And it was being around men like that that really encouraged me to stay on the journey because I definitely had moments, you know, I would go back to wearing weaves more for convenience where I was like, well, maybe I do want to start back rocking straighter hair, but 
every time I got more complimented on my curls and, and specifically the affirmation of a man, specifically the man that you're with is important. But what I want to say is I think that's important for women too. I know, you know, we get so caught up in looking a certain way for our man and you do want him to be, you know, attracted to you. But there are sometimes reasons that a lot of every woman that goes natural is not for just like a vanity thing. I know women who have had to go natural because they started suffering from alopecia and you know they it was just a part of the process they had to cut their hair shorter to start over they they still have you know uh medicine that they have to put in their hair to keep it growing i know women who you know um started having you know reactions to chemical relaxers and their hair couldn't take it anymore so there are a lot of reasons why and if you are with a man who is not going to be attracted to you anymore and make you feel less than yourself because your hair isn't a certain way. In the words of Kid Fury from The Read, break up with him. (laughs) It's funny because I I remember dating a guy when I had my relaxer and I was going through my transition with transitioning my hair from relaxer to relaxer free um, to my natural state. And he really rallied behind me and was like, you know, I'm there for you, whatever you need. Like my hair was, it had broken off. So I had to go back to the relaxer. Then I had to find the right products to transition with. So it took me a couple of times before I actually was able to transition to natural. Yeah. When I finally did it, they, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm finally there. And then I had a journey of my hair still not adjust me adjusting to it. And, um, being able to keep it healthy. So it's finally to a healthy stage now. Yeah, your hair looks great. Very, yeah, happy about that. And the um, I have a friend that he is really, like, even not even hair-wise, but he's seen me with my hair wrapped. Mm-hmm. He's seen me with my, my scarves on, with my bonnets on, with no makeup. <laughs> yes, team bonnet. Another thing, if the man won't love you in your bonnet... Break up with him. Right, get rid of him. Get rid of him. And throw so, the whole man away. Right, throw the whole man away. <laughs> so he has really, you know, he. I remember him telling me, like, he's like, you just, you're just so beautiful. Like, yeah. you're beautiful. You're beautiful either way. He's like, but you know, this is the way that I prefer you, which is no makeup, yes. my hair wrapped up. You know, he's just like, that doesn't bother me. Like, I like you like that. I woke up like this. That's how I look all the time. I woke up like this. Hey. Hey. Yes. Hey, girl. You flawless, Renee. You flawless. (laughs) Wake up. Flawless. (laughs) Post up. Oh, you know, I can sing the whole song. Um, But yeah, it's, I mean, because I can definitely remember like, the days of like wanting my hair to be perfect, sleep in a certain way, so yeah. that like the next morning, like he saw me looking a certain way or putting on makeup. Hurt. Yeah, neck all hurt. Like can't even sleeping up. It's just like we have done, <laughs> we do some crazy things. Now it's just like it's this meme. <laughs> it's a funny meme, and it's just is a like a woman. Um, and it's talking about like natural hair and then it says he gonna get whatever come out of this bonnet today <laughs> like raise his hand <laughs> I think the older I get the 
the more I am for that. I'm like, I don't care. Like I face, I remember FaceTiming this one guy. He was, we were um, talking. And so he, he likes to FaceTime. Yeah. FaceTime me. It's early in the morning. I'm laying in the bed. <laughs> hey. You don't see all of me. I ain't, I haven't even brushed my teeth yet. Right. I ain't drew my brows on. I don't have on <laughs> concealer. Those are my staples. I don't wear, you know, a lot of makeup. <laughs> if you get me without my brows shaped and no concealer and no gloss, and like now, if I got on a hair wrap, I'm showing up the way I am so that you can see the real me, you know, because eventually you're going to see it all anyway. Love all of me or not, don't love me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, five stars, hand claps, two snaps in a circle, all of that for Napoli Ever After. Um, so you gotta check it out. It's a a great film, fun to watch alone with some wine or fun to watch with your girls. I've actually watched it twice. I was telling Renee, I watched it. Friday night when it came and then um, earlier today while I was just like doing some things around the house like it's one of those like cute movies that I definitely can see myself um, going back to Um, it puts you in a positive mindset and like I said it was just great to watch her journey and find it to be so relatable so I really enjoyed it. I think that one of the uh, quotes to close on from the movie is be the girl you want to be, not the girl the guy wants you to be. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Find out who you are. And sometimes it does take a process like cutting off all your hair to <laughs> to determine that. But you're right. Be the girl you want to be. Um, because we spend so much time, not just for the guys, but for our family, for our friends, for our church, like, you know, all of these pressures that are out there of trying to fit in. And the goal is just to be you and develop your own style, set your own trend. Um, And I think that's where you find your happily ever after, or in this case, (laughs) your napoli ever after. After. That's that's our thoughts on it. So if you have checked out the film, we want to hear your thoughts. Um, what are some of your thoughts as it relates to your own hair journey and what that has meant um, for the way that you have embraced your natural hair if you are natural um how has your hair kind of like overlaid you know your self-love journey or what are some stories that you've gone through with relationships as it relates to your hair we all have like (laughs) those stories and it doesn't have to be romantic relationships it can also be work-related relationships or personal relationships with family or friends as well too You all know the drill. Get in on the conversation on the socials. Hashtag Beauties Banter. At Beauties Banter on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can email us any show ideas or topics you'd like us to cover at beautiesandbanter at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and share so that we can... Keep this party going, as Renee says.
<laughs> That's right. And you better get on Team Teamy. Yes, Team Teamy. Check them out, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.